0: Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning everybody it's Tuesday October 10th 5.29 a.m. Central Time Grain markets are lower this morning December corn futures down 3 at 485 and a quarter November soybeans down 6 and 3 quarters at 1257 and a half December Chicago wheat down nine and a quarter at 5.63 and a half. December Kansas City wheat down nine at 6.77. December spring wheat down seven and a half at 7.23 and a half. Still a lot of chatter about this uh, new war in the Middle East and Bloomberg talking about fertilizer impacts yesterday.
1: So the Israel Hamas conflict conflict could cause fertilizer, could cause a fertilizer shortage. Uh, Israel's port of Ashdod, a key hub for the country's potash fertilizer exports is in emergency mode. The port sits just north of Gaza and exports about 3% of the world's potash supply. If Iran becomes involved in the conflict, nitrogen prices could increase as the country is a major regional exporter of the nutrient. Furthermore, Iran's involvement could endanger the movement of vessels through the Strait of Hormuz, which is used to transport one third of all traded liquefied natural gas.
0: So Bloomberg ran this story yesterday, which means everybody in the world saw it. Um, Here's a graphic. If you guys are watching on YouTube, this is a graphic that USDA had, I believe, last year following the Russia-Ukraine situation and i kind of circled israel and iran here so as it relates to potassium yeah i suppose this could be an issue if there's going to be an issue that's where it will be they are the world's what fifth largest exporter of potassium still way behind canada way behind russia but uh fifth on the list so i suppose if there's an impact it would be there um in terms of nitrogen iran is uh, right at the bottom of the top nine or 10 here, uh, way behind you know China, India, United States. So I don't really see the impact there. So I suppose uh, this this could be an issue. I just don't know that it's going to be as big of an issue as what Bloomberg had led on here. And yes, yeah, some of these stocks jumped and, and stock markets are stock market and individual stocks can be really sensitive to stuff like this. I just don't know that i'd get overly worked up about this uh, issue in particular
1: usda will release its monthly crop production production and WASDI report on thursday usda will update its old crop us balance sheets to reflect the stocks numbers released two weeks ago traders expect 2023 us corn and soybean production estimates to drop compared to last month Traders estimate the U.S. corn yield at 173.5 bushels per acre ahead of the report versus 173.8 bushels per acre last month. Traders estimate the soybean yield at 49.9 bushels per acre versus 50.1 bushels per acre last month
0: most of the analysts surveyed, these are the Reuters numbers. Most of the analysts surveyed, were looking for unchanged to lower numbers. There were a few outliers. Stone uh, Stonex had that survey out, and I think they've got the corn yield at like 175 and a half, which is the highest number out there. So yeah, you may see the uh, yield numbers decline a little bit. I know that a lot of you think that that's warranted given uh, the drought conditions that we dealt with throughout the growing season. If you look at the carryout numbers and what's expected, a lot of this is, is some of this is because of the, uh, uh, September 1st stocks numbers. And then you may see some demand adjustments as well. Um, Anything and everything is on the table when it comes to these monthly reports. So you could see adjustments to the supply side, the demand side, uh, global numbers. We'll talk a little bit more about this report ahead of Thursday morning.
1: So if you guys are not already subscribed to our premium content, you need to do so. Joe, can you tell me about the video you put together yesterday?
0: This is what I would call more like hardcore grain marketing type stuff. Uh, ran through everything that I've advised to this point in regard to 2024 corn and soybean marketing. Guys, everything that I advise when it comes to cash sales is tracked. It's uh, tracked by crop, by crop year, by percentage, and then we give you a weighted average of everything we've done. Super transparent. Uh, Also talked about HTA rolls as it relates to 2023, uh, corn and soybean sales that you may already have on the books. Lots of grain marketing stuff yesterday. If you guys wanna see the premium stuff, sign up this morning, go to standardgrain.com. This is a $50 per month subscription. You can cancel it anytime. takes like one minute to sign up. There's no other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. If you sign up this morning, I'll send you over a copy of this morning's email, which includes um, all the grain marketing recommendations plus the six most recent uh, premium videos. Check that out today, guys.
1: According to Ag Rural, as of last Thursday, Brazil's soybean planting was 10.1% complete. During the same period last year, 9.6% of the crop had been planted. Uh, Ag Rural also <clears throat> also reported that 37% of Brazil's first 23-24 corn crop has been planted. Corn planting is nearing completion in Brazil's three southern most, southernmost states. However, farmers are concerned with the recent excessive rains and damages caused by corn leafhoppers.
0: Yeah. um, So there are there are some areas in Brazil that are still running moisture deficits like your kind of uh, central or northern areas like Mato Grosso. But they got some rain in the forecast. Uh, Southern Brazil has been wet and is going to continue to be wet Uh, as of right now. It's it's early. They're planting all the potential in the world remains intact. Uh, the prospect of a record crop still very much intact as it relates to soybeans. People are talking like maybe close to a record in corn if weather cooperates. So there's there are some issues. There are always some issues, but there's nothing here yet that leads me to believe that we need to be worried about uh, Brazil. But things can change quickly.
1: Oil prices surged on mo- on Monday. Um- more than 4% as the Israel Hamas conflict raged on. Brent crude ended the day 4.2% higher at 88.15 per barrel. WTI increased 4.3%, finishing the day at 86.38 per barrel. Analysts believe the spike in prices is only temporary. However, if oil-rich Iran gets involved in the conflict, supply issues could arise. The conflict is draw- drawing comparisons to America's 9-11 terrorist attack. The death toll continues to soar, with over 1,500 confirmed dead between Israel and Gaza, along with hundreds of hostages.
0: So Iran is involved in this. I mean, Iran like kind of gave Right. the green light to all of this now uh, militarily are they involved yet I, I don't know that's probably coming i guess uh, we don't know for sure uh, crude oil prices we're still not even back to last week's high so last week we peaked what at 90 almost 92 bucks spot month futures we, we topped out at 95 two weeks ago and we're trading 86 and change this morning so the market's cooled off a little bit today after the big knee-jerk reaction yesterday I don't know if that was a big top up at 95 or not, but that that bar from last week doesn't really look so great on the crude oil chart.
1: A huge corn crop will boost Russia's grain production. Due to a massive corn crop, Russia's ICAR Agriculture Consultancy has raised its forecast forecast for the country's total grain harvest. Russia is expected to produce 141.2 million metric tons of grain this year, up from 140 million metric tons last year. Russia's corn harvest could reach 16 million metric tons this year, up from last year's record 15.8 million metric tons. ICAR also raised its forecast for Russia's grain export potential to 64.5 million metric tons up from 64 million metric tons.
0: When they say huge corn crop out of Russia, this is relative to Russia. So 16 million metric tons is the estimate for Russian corn production. Just for comparison, the U.S. is projected to produce 384 million metric tons of corn this year. So the Russian crop is about 4% of the u.s crop and that's normal stuff so yeah bigger than it's bigger than normal uh russian corn crop but wheat is really uh, Russia's bread and butter when it comes to uh, production, and more importantly, exports. Russia still the global price setter when it comes to wheat. They're not a big player in the corn market at all. Uh, what did cattle do yesterday?
1: Cattle had another down day. Uh, feeder cattle futures closed an average of a buck sixty-eight lower. Live cattle futures closed an average of one hundred seven lower. Box beef did end the day higher. Choice uh, closed at three hundred three forty-two. That was up a buck forty-one. Select ended the day at two seventy-seven fifty. That was up a buck seventy-two.
0: Outside markets this morning have cooled off a little bit. There's a lot of uh, volatility to start the week, given the uh, news out of the Middle East. U.S. dollars a little bit lower. Stocks marginally higher. Bonds are off a little bit. Crude oil is down 51 cents in the November WTI at 85.87 last trade. Have a great day, guys. We'll talk to you on Wednesday.